Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-882-2093. 800-882-2093. That's 800-882-2093. The following is a live copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for Radiolawtalk.com with your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now, Radiolawtalk.com. Welcome to Radio Law Talk. I'm your host, Frederick Penny. It is December 11th, 2021. What a wonderful uh, winter day in the West Coast. It's The sun is shining and everything is wonderful. This is the most exciting, entertaining, and sometimes informative show on earth. And I, rem- I say that for a reason. Don't have high expectations. If you're coming in here thinking that you're going to just 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 be blown away with the law, don't have that expectation. But if you're going to want to be entertained, that's us. We'll entertain you, and we're going to have a good time. This is a really a fun show. We do talk about the law, and you do learn a little bit, but uh, we just like to have fun. And, and, and having fun is kind of like, uh, you know, a Saturday morning, right? Saturday morning, you've had a rough week, and you're kicking back. Or a lot of times, believe it or not, I realize we have an awful lot of construction individuals that follow our show, and they listen while they're doing construction. So uh, <clears throat> while you're doing something outside or in the garden, you can just listen to us talk the latest uh, legal issues, and we're going to have fun with them and, and, and give you a twist. Um, I have my co-host Todd Cunin with me and our producer Cal Hunter behind the glass. We're going to talk about uh, a lift case that gets hit with a $6 million lawsuit. That's funny for a reason. You're going to find out. Uh, we're going to talk about the Smollett case, the Vanessa Bryant case, the Elizabeth Holmes trial, the Maxwell trial, the Weinstein case, the Scott Peterson case. There are, it just seems like there's just a plethora of cases to discuss and talk about today because it just seems like everything's going on and all these, you know, and I know what's going on. I I can tell you the answer and the answer is very clear because of the COVID over the past number of years, the courts have pretty much been in stalemate and and barely getting anything out. Uh, But now, even though there is some COVID restrictions still in the courts, they've kind of figured out how to do it or do what? That means, you know, handle some trials, you know, during this COVID uh, time period. So the trials are starting to go out. Uh, lawyers are gearing up. And we are having, like our firm is having back-to-back-to-back trials. We just, we got a one trial, and then the next trial we start within, like, just a few minutes, right? I mean, literally, I know we finished one trial on Friday, and we started another one on Monday. And uh, shout out to the 
fine lawyers at Penny and Associates, my partners, but that's what's going on with these cases. And so you're going to, you're seeing, we're seeing a lot of cases in the news that we're able to talk about that makes it kind of exciting. Remember, we're talking about general topics of law. Uh, we're not giving you legal advice. Uh, yeah, that's, that's the thing. That's the word. That's the, uh, beautiful music that uh, is about radiolawtalk.com. You can read our disclaimers. Uh, remember, do not read our disclaimers while you're driving because it will cause drowsiness and possibly an accident. We do not want that to happen with you. But uh, go to our website, www.radiolawtalk.com. What happens sometimes, just so you know, most of the time our affiliates carry all three hours of our show, but sometimes we're preempted by a dang football game. Not, you know, like, well, they'll do the first two hours live and then the third hour will be preempted by football. You can go to our website and click on live if it gets preempted, right? How, how dare we get preempted yeah. by football? Especially uh, like an Alabama game I, I or something. Know, I know. We're, wait, we're not in Alabama, are we? No. Not that I'm an Okay, all right. Yeah. How dare we get preempted by yeah, a football that. game? Yeah, Good football heavens. Games. Yeah, what's we're more important football. So uh, uh go to our Instagram. We we have an Instagram, we have a Facebook, we have a you know, Twitter account. You go to all those different accounts and I'll try to post something today on our Instagram at radio. I just type in Radio Law Talk. Our phone number is eight five 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 two nine seven two three four. That's eight five five Law Radio. Again, five two nine seven two three four if you wanna Chime in, and uh, we're going to have a great case or no case today. That's where Cal Hunter, our producer, tries to stump us uh, and, and bring a case up. we got to decide whether it's a case or not a case and, and what the outcome is. Denise, how are you? Uh-oh, I'm Denise, good. good. Sorry. Okay. I've had a really, really, really busy Rough. couple of weeks. Oh, yeah. Sounds like all of our lives. <laughs> yeah. No, but it's the end that, of the year. Abnormal. <laughs> yeah, it's the end of the year. I, I, I was set to have a very busy week next week. <laughs> I, I mean, I was this week set too. this last week and, and next week, but you know, there there was some law firm that took up all <laughs> the courts, all the courts in my jurisdiction, so my trial couldn't get out. I wonder whose firm that was. Whose firm would that be, Todd? <laughs> Maybe. Look, I'm I'm host Frederick Penny from Radio Law Talk. I heard Todd Cunin's got a case going. Would you please bump him and put our lawyers first? Oh yes, sir, Mister Penny. Let's put oh, Penny oh, in association. Radio Law Talk first. Absolutely, you go first. So yeah, we we did bump. This is some behind the scenes fun, fun stuff. Uh, my partners in another trial. They they finished one and. and uh, I'm not going to talk about it, but it might come up because it hit the national news. Um, but my, they bu- bumped into another. They went straight into another trial, and sure enough, Todd gets bumped for our lawyers moving on in, saying we need the trial. And an interesting thing as lawyers, and a lot of people don't understand. So there's, there's there is statute limitations, right? Everyone knows about a statute. It's a one year, two year, three year, whatever. But then there's a, a five year statute that you have to get a case to trial no later than five years. Now there's exceptions. The courts on its own ruling can kick it out. But you have five years to get that, especially in California. I don't know about the, all the states, but to get that thing to trial. And a lot of our cases are are bumping on the five year mark because of COVID. Now there's exceptions with COVID, et cetera, et cetera. But that's why when we come in, uh, we've been up a number of times in this case, and we're on our five. You coming up on our five years? So, Fred, are you saying that there's a different statute for criminal cases that's specified by each type of crime, and in civil cases it has to be five years? Is that what I'm understanding? Yeah, let's talk about uh, uh, civil. 
but criminals are different because they they yeah, have criminal. Yeah. They don't the five year rule. There's a, a it's a rule to process a case. So right. it makes a plaintiff or a petitioner have to process their case within five years or subject to dismissal. dismissal. Right. Um, and it's a t- first the first time that comes up is three years. Three years is discretionary with the court. So if nothing happens in a case for three years, the court can um, on its own discretion. Terminate it. Right. Um, then um, five years is like more of a mandated. Yes. In family law, it doesn't really mm. apply so much because we get temporary orders in our cases. Temporary custody orders, temporary support orders. So it's not likely that a family law case will get um, dismissed in this manner um, unless there's been no activity at all. Then it's subject to the same rules um, that normal civil because family law is a civil matter. Yeah, and, and, and what people, a lot of people don't know also, and some do, is criminal gets priority. And so technically, if it's a criminal case, they get priority unless, like, we're running on a five-year statute on a civil case. So we get thrown in. So you're right. It's It's interesting how things are just shuffled in the courts, and it's very... Um, it, it's not political because it's about what, but because criminal comes first. But it's just kind of who's who's in who's in line. And 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 here's a lot of issue. How long is the trial? Oh, it's a three day trial. You're gonna get you're gonna go out quicker. You're gonna get a, a courtroom quicker because right. they can knock out. But if you got a thirty day trial like the last one we just finished was thirty days. Wow, you're gonna bump. They're gonna like oh, and, and and it's just like look, we don't have that. We can't give you a courtroom for that long, right? And so in fact, the last trial we just finished. The judge like, hurry up, hurry up. I'm, all the judges are mad at me for not releasing this this uh, courtroom. And a lot of times in a lot of the courtrooms in the United States, ex- including California, they there's only a few courtrooms that are trying the bigger cases in because of the – you know, the rules on COVID and having to be six feet apart. They're only they're big enough only for a few, you know, cases. There's only a few courtrooms big enough to spread people out. So big issue. But we're going to talk more about this stuff when we come back. We're going to jump right on case or no case and then uh, talk about uh, Lyft gets hit by a $6 million lawsuit. I uh, wonder who did that. We'll be back. Mm, coming up next here on Radio Law Talk, lots of things in which you will be interested. So you won't want to miss a minute of the next, uh, well, two and a half hours or more. So don't go away. This is Radio Law Talk. Radio Law Talk can be heard on radiolawtalk.com from 9 to noon Pacific time every Saturday. That's radiolawtalk.com. Commercials and other announcements aired on Radio Law Talk contain the opinions of the sponsor. The airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk does not constitute an endorsement. The announcements may contain claims that are not intended. The old way of living with diabetes is a pain. You've got to remember to do your testing, and you always need to be sticking your fingers. The new way to live your life with diabetes is with a continuous glucose monitor. You simply apply a discreet, easy-to-use sensor on your body, and it continuously monitors your glucose levels, helping you spend more time in range and freeing you from painful finger pricks. If you test your blood sugar at least four times per day and inject insulin at least three times per day or use an insulin pump and have private insurance or Medicare, you might be eligible for a CGM with little or no cost to you. Call U.S. Medical Supply today for a free benefits check. We offer free shipping, 90-day supplies, and we bill Medicare or your insurance directly. Call now and say goodbye to finger pricks. 800 493 611 
That's 800-493-6112. I've got to get my car washed. This dirt, it just won't do. Best thing about Quick Cut Car Wash is whenever you go through, the smell on your car is always great, and they have super fun lights and colors. But I don't have no time today. I don't know what I do. Your car smells good and it's clean at Quick Cut Car Wash. And I know this place right down the road. Quick 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 Quack car, car, car Wash. Quick Quack Car Wash. Get the quick quack confidence. Hop inside, let's take a ride and watch this cat and shine. Get the quick quack habit. Take a car once a week. Just come and see, I guarantee your ride will steal the show. I like quick quack because of the mascot, Quackles. Come on, quick quack. So we sell unlimited membership for per vehicle. You can add a family plan and add an additional vehicle at a discounted rate. Don't drive that dirty car. Hi, my name is Lily. My mom and dad used to fight about money all the time. Then one day, I heard them talking about this guy, some uncle I never knew, called Uncle Sam. Well, they say this Uncle Sam guy wanted them to pay him like a gazillion dollars. And they didn't have a gazillion dollars. So they called this company they heard on the radio called The Tax Doctor. And The Tax Doctor worked with Uncle Sam's people. I think they're called the IRS. And they're able to work it out so my mom and dad didn't have to pay Uncle Sam very much money at all. So now mom and dad are happy. And I'm happy too. Thanks, Tax Doctor. If you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS or state, call now and pay less. 800-263-2610. 800-263-2610. That's 800-263-2610. Do you run a business and want to learn how you can get between $10,000 to $5 million in 60 seconds? We're biz to credit a top-rated online financing provider to hundreds of thousands of America's business owners. If your business does at least $120,000 a year in gross sales, we can get you more money to run your business in as little as 72 hours. Our terms are simple, repayment plans are flexible, and based on your cash flow. Plus, the paperwork is minimal, and the approval process is fast. So in the time you've listened to this commercial, you could have learned if you qualify to get up to $5 million in cash deposited to your business bank account in the next two to three days. Funding specialists are ready to take your call right now and get you the money you need fast. Call 800-559-5523. That's 800-559-5523. Again, 800-559-5523. Call now. Radio Law Talk and RadioLawTalk.com. You better listen to us. Email the show anytime you'd like. Info at RadioLawTalk.com. I-N-F-O. Info. Info at RadioLawTalk.com. Dot com. Here we are back to the best kitty bumps in the country radio show. Uh, throw us a kitty bump or two, Cal. Just something. I don't know. Okay. Well, let me get there. Give me a second. Okay, oh, are you? Oh, you're right. at the case. Okay. Where's Todd? Where's Todd? I'm right Stop here. Whining. Oh, come on. Are you serious? Yeah, we've got the you best kitty bumps. You pay my fee. I'll take your cake. 
There we go. <laughs> Thanks, Cal. We just love our kitty mumps. Yep. But the reason people come here is for something that Cal Hunter does, and it's called Case or No Case, Cal. Here we go. Now it's time to play Case or No Case. Yay! His name was Paul Cohen. He's 19 years of age, was, and he was very much against the military draft back in the days when our country had one. So much against it was he that when he was called to court because he refused to obey the draft law, he wore a jacket with great big letters on it that said, in so many words, blank the draft. You know, you can put the, use your own imagination. Yes, what would that mean? Is it physically possible? Separate story. This offended the sensibilities of many folks inside the courthouse, including one of the bailiffs. So he was arrested for wearing a jacket in a courthouse in California that protected, that protested the draft, I should say, not protected, protested the draft with an obscenity. When he was arrested, Cohen said, you can't do that. I've got a right to free speech. His firebrand lawyer was asked, do I have a case or no case? So I'm going to start with you, Denise. What do you think? Case or no case? I get hit twice now. Okay. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I think that this is a case. Um, uh, based on George Carlin. <laughs> Did you ever hear his, his Oh, there's seven words you can't say, right? Yeah, now. exactly. And that, that, in fact, George Carlin is the one that kind of entered that realm. Um, I, it's a case. He was arrested. What was he arrested for? Obs uh, for obscenities in a public place. And those charges were dropped. And so he technically wins. Mm. All right, Fred Penny, what do you think about this? Uh, Can a guy walk in and say <clears throat> blank the draft or blank traffic laws or whatever it is they wanted to say in court? Absolutely not. They cannot. So the answer is, yes, it is a case. But when you arrive in that courtroom, uh, there are you don't have as many liberties as you do outside in the public. This is a, uh, a, a an area that the judge kind of controls. And I don't know all the laws on this, but I know that there are certain decorum that the, the courts can force upon people in the courthouse. So the answer is he cannot wear a blank U because I know it's it'd be hard to put on a shirt because it's because B L A N K is quite a few letters. But well, plus you can't see it. There's nothing there. Yes. It's just a blank. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> right. So Sorry. the answer is he loses because you cannot wear things like that in the court. And there's certain decorum, and the court has absolute control over what happens in that. All right, Todd Cunham, what say you? This is Mr. Penny's answer, and I ask you, case or no case, my friend? All right. Well, so, Denise, you said it was a case, but he loses. Fred, no, I said he wins. He wins. Fred said you said case. it was a case, and he loses. I, I agree with Fred's analysis if it's a case. And I, I hate to do this to you, Cal, but oh boy, because we we're so early on, I'm just going to say that this is an interesting scenario but it never materialized into a case. It was not a case. Hmm. That's your final answer? That is my final answer. Would you like answer. to call a friend? Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, well, let me tell Let's you the story. Let's find out. This is interesting. Let me tell you a story, if I may. It was... Uh, who said it was a case? I didn't... Let's see, that was, was Denise uh, and uh, I. Okay, well, guess what? Yes! Oh, darn. Nailed you, Todd. Yes. Now, who said he won? Denise. Okay, well, here's the deal. A lower court in California said Cohen had the right to speak out against the draft, but not the right to do it with obscene language yes. in a public place. So, wait for it. Crap. They appealed to the Supreme Court, which 
disagreed. The Supreme Court said it's important that people be free to choose their words, even if those words are angry words, even if words that seem to be offensive. But in a courtroom? I'm just telling you what the Supreme Court said. Not, wow. not to me. So that he, they said that itself may be an important part of the message. So mm. he was lost for a moment, but then won at the end. And that, my friends, wow. is... Now, we're going to give a disclaimer on that. Denise, Denise, Denise. Was that in the Denise. 1960s, Cal? <laughs> yes. I bet you five bucks it's been overturned. No, I think there was a distinction, and he didn't say it. That's why I did not pick up right. what you said. And that was he was in the courthouse, not necessarily in the courtroom. Correct. Oh. So I, I wasn't going to say that till the end. I wasn't right. going to give you guys that. I didn't catch that. You see, that that is an important thing. Always pay close oh. attention to the facts and don't assume certain facts. To the verbiage. That are yes. not. That's right. Well, you know what happens when you assume. Um, yes. yes. Out of you and me. <laughs> you usually get egg on your face. I can't think of anything else that could <laughs> arise out of that. Well, that's great. I feel good about that. My morning has been made. <laughs> well, when we come back, we're going to talk about a bunch of cases, but I think I think Todd wants to start with one case that, uh, and so does Denise, that, well, at least Todd wants to start talking about something. I'm not quite sure why Todd wants to talk about it, but... I think Denise might want to talk about it, too. So, we, we, But know. we will talk about that when we come back from the break, right? Oh, we got Boy, two. that's a scintillating what, what tease. Come just, on, give me a hint. Let's hit. tease <laughs> it. Just tease it. Tease well, it. Y- you know... We remember you remember in the uh, in the news uh, last year, there was a big question about whether or not gig workers, specifically Uber, Lyft drivers, stuff, were they employees or independent contractors? And look, it's one thing when you analyze that relationship for purposes of whether or not Lyft should be taking out property or taxes, employment taxes, whether or not they should be providing benefits and, and the whole ball of wax. But on the other side. Who is liable if a Lyft driver gets into an accident? I mean, can they rely on the independent contractor Lyft and say we don't owe anything? Or is Lyft responsible? When we come back, we're going to talk about a case where, well, that question may have been answered. All right, we'll be back after this with uh, Cal Hunter, myself, Denise Dirks, and Todd Kunin. This is Radio Law Talk. Thanks for joining us. We're going to be back after the news. Bottom of the hour news break is coming up on many stations, and we'll be back with more Radio Law Talk in just a bit. is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. Learn how thousands of smart homeowners are investing about a dollar to avoid expensive home repair bills. John, a former non-customer, said, My air conditioner broke and I had to spend $1,900 to fix it. Jeff, a customer, wrote, My air conditioner broke and I got a new one at no out-of-pocket cost. Mary, a former non-customer, wrote, My heating system stopped running. I had to spend $3,000 to get a new one. Lisa, a customer, wrote, My heater stopped working. I got it fixed at no out-of-pocket cost. 
For about $1 a day, you can have all the major appliances and systems in your home guaranteed fixed or replaced with HSC's home warranty coverage. Call now, and the first month is free. If the lines are busy, please call back. Call now, 800-238-9182, 800-238-9182, Again, that's 800-238-9182. If your loved one has passed away due to COVID-19, pay close attention to this message. You could be entitled to a death benefit of over $300,000. The U.S. government has set up a fund to pay families relief if they've lost a loved one due to COVID-19. We know this is a hard time for you, and this fund has been set up by the federal government to help ease your pain. The compensation includes a death benefit and lost wages benefit. Time is limited, so we urge you to make a free phone call right now. There's no cost to you for this claim. All legal fees are only covered once you receive your money. So if you've lost a loved one due to COVID-19, call the legal helpline right now to find out if you qualify for a cash award. Here's our number. 800-918-7092. 800-918-7092. 800-918-7092. That's 800-918-7092. Paid for by the IPG Law Group. Keep... This is a great time to call the show. 855-LAW-RADIO. That's 855-LAW-RADIO. We're back with Radio Law Talk. Uh, I'm your host, Frederick Pennington, East Dirks, and Todd Kuhn. And Todd, you were talking about something? What were you discussing? Yeah, we were talking about, when we went into the break, we were talking about a lawsuit against Lyft. And, and it, it dealt with liability, and, and here, here's the backdrop for what happened. Back in 2017, um, two individuals had been uh, in local downtown Sacramento. They had just gotten uh, matching tattoos. They called a Lyft driver to come pick them up, take them back over to uh, about 20 miles east around there, over to Loomis, California. And it should have been just a straight shot up Interstate 80 from Sacramento, head due east all the way to Loomis. Oh, they called Lyft, and Lyft driver came and picked him up, and instead of going due east, took a route that took him north and took him around, and in all the confusion, ended up, I I believe if I read correctly, crossing into oncoming traffic, head-on collision. The two individuals, one died almost uh, within a half an hour of the accident, the two passengers, the other died, uh, you know, a couple months later. And, And obviously, lawsuit was filed, and Lyft... Apparently was arguing, well, you know, look, our drivers are independent contractors. And that was that driver's own responsibility. It's not our responsibility. That was essentially the argument. But what came out is that apparently the driver first, I think only had a driver's license for about seven months. Second, had had no training from Lyft. And third, this was the first Lyft passenger that that passenger that the driver ever picked up. And, and obviously the last as well. Um, and, and they had only been he had only been with Lyft for a day and had no training whatsoever. And so the question here at trial was who is liable? And ultimately, after a I believe it was like a month long trial thereabouts, the jury determined that Lyft was liable and the award was six million dollars. And that was for just one of the 
um, the people that passed. That is correct. Um, because both of the passengers passed. I don't know. Did the driver pass too? No, the driver lived. And what's interesting about this thing is the first thing is, is these people took the case to trial and Lyft uh, attempted the whole time to try to settle the case. And there, there was a sad part, this young man that passed away at age 22, and I'm going to throw his name out, uh, Wyatt Zmerzel, may he live in infamy, um, did have a, a disease that uh, was was pretty, um, you know, was pretty significant. And uh, he, uh, the issue was how long would he have lived? You know, and as sad as that sounds, that's what they look at. And that's so the economic reality yes, of a civil case, especially exactly right. a personal injury civil case. Right. So they had a neurologist and, and all types of doctors testifying how long he would have lived. And that's <clears throat> that's really where the $6 million came. It would have been more had he um, statistically have lived longer. But what a wonderful young man that, <clears throat> by the way, I just want to bring it up, is, was just a super kid that everybody, not perfect like none of us, but uh, wonderful parents, wonderful kid. It was their only son, and that oh, was gosh. so sad. And just uh, the dad and, and this boy were just best friends. And so, But you know what? The thing is, the lift, um, they found them basically, and they agreed that they're ostensible um, basic agents. agents of the driver, and this may be no. The driver was ostensible agent right, of Lyft. Agent, yes, and so what it comes down to is is Lyft going to be liable for their drivers, and that's that's the whole issue here. That was the big fight. And uh, go ahead. Um, in California, we just had a law that was passed that um, kind of gave it gives Lyft the. Uh, Uber and Lyft, I think, the authority to um, give insurance to their drivers to, you know, they get some benefits now that they didn't get before because they were pure um, independent contractors. And this law said you, they are independent contractors, basically. So how did that play? So so the, the issue here is, um, first of all, not 100 percent correct. Uh, according to the California Supreme Court, before the propositions came out, they were the the Supreme Court held that they were not independent contractors. Then that's when it went on the ballot to sit to, that where everybody voted in California, and, and they found uh, it passed that that the voters said they were independent contractors. And then it got overturned, by the way, which nobody heard about by the courts, and said no, that's not constitutional. So the fight is going on, and in the meantime, this law firm comes in and pounds them on that issue and has a lot of information concerning that with depositions the, the the shocking thing this law firm by the way I, you know, look we're gonna say it's our it's our law firm and my partners this is my partner's trial and we're not here to self-promote but uh, when there's big stuff on the news doesn't matter whose firm it is we're going to talk about it right um i thought there was really an interesting addition here even though it was a six million dollar verdict it actually to these um injured parents is going to be much more because if i understand and you made an offer that was less than the $6 million, and because your firm made that offer on behalf of the um, uh, plaintiffs, that they actually get all of their expert witness costs back, right? So the answer is not necessarily true. That's partially correct. So we do get costs back. We get expert costs, but that's going into what's called a CCP 998, and uh, no, we did not beat the 998, CCP 998. So, and that's oh, a different okay. story, but, but the offer was, the offer at trial was $1.5 million. I mean, not, not a trial. There's behind the scenes trying to, hey, we'll pay you this. But but a lot of it, when they want you to settle a case, we had to sign non-disclosures, and they didn't want us to talk about it, right? 
And that's what the other parties signed non-disclosures to settle. But our wonderful client said, no, we're not going to do that, and we're going to talk about this, and we're going to take it to court. doesn't matter because we're going to put our kids, our boys' name out in infamy, right? So to be clear, the second party who passed in the accident did settle out of court. Yes, is they that did. correct? Yes, they did. And then is this a precedent-setting case, I mean, is, or is this just something that goes in the annals? And no, if it's something... no, no. This is going to be a big issue. This is, this is uh, I believe, one of the bellwether-type cases. And, I, you know, I don't want to. The lawyers, you know, we get along with the lawyers. And, and I, I lift. I am not de- demifying companies. Uh, I really think what gonna, what's going to happen here because of this, what came out in the depositions and the trial that was very, very important more than anything is there is no uh, training of these Lyft drivers. Basically, we depose their safety and their safety uh, people who handle safety for the Lyft drivers. And it's like, yeah, uh, on YouTube, but there's go ahead and watch some uh, videos of safety videos if you want, but they don't require them to watch videos or anything about safety or about driving or anything. Funny, for a lot of companies, that yeah. comprises their safety training or their sexual harassment training. Yeah. You just watch yeah. a few videos, right? Yeah. And you know what? what's weird about that, too, is these are professional drivers, uh, you know, that's what they're put out there for and shouldn't they have commercial licenses no see that's the thing you're that's another discussion we can talk about it's not necessarily commercial license but are they a common what's called a common carrier when you're a common carrier you have a higher duty and they're finding that that's what in this case they were a common carrier and uh which means they have a higher duty of care than a normal driver and and all these issues are up in the air right now not just in california all over the united states about these uber lyft drivers and guess who's happy that this is going on yes Guess who's just delighted? Was like keep pounding on them. What's who? Guess who? The taxi companies. Oh yeah. Because guess what? The taxi companies are they're running like you know. Hey, they pay them. They they have to pay taxes on them and all that type of stuff. So. Um, this is what the, a lot of the taxi companies have been arguing for years. A time ago when I was unemployed, I applied for a job as a yellow cab driver. And they right. said, okay, let's get your commercial license. Let's get you. Yes, let's do it. And they, right. they had a process. And it was a exactly pretty right. you know, rigorous process. It was a rigorous process. Yeah. So, so I, I think some things might come of this. And I think uh, maybe some uh, congressmen or women might be uh, uh, putting some uh, – laws out there are trying to promote laws for more training for these drivers. There's one thing about uh, where this kind of bleeds over into the criminal realm for right. Uber and Lyft drivers, and, and most of what I do right now is defending people charged with DUI, driving under the influence. And did you know that in the state of California, it's driving under the influence is having a blood alcohol level of .08 or higher. But if you're pulled over while driving for Uber or Lyft, you can be DUI because the law for them is .04. It's half the legal limit. Oh, wow. so I didn't know vehicle that. Vehicle Code Section 23152 Subdivision E wow. makes it if you if you are a driver doing rideshare, doing rideshare, not, right. not on your way home from it, but doing rideshare, and you have a .04 or higher, you are driving under the influence. Wait, I give me that code section that. again. I was taking notes. What's the... <laughs> And you know what? Todd did that right off the top of his head. Just like that. Now I was not looking anything up. When we come back, we're going to talk about the Smollett case, Vanessa Bryant's case, Elizabeth Holmes trial. Jesse Smollett case is, again, I'm going to say it again. It is a train wreck and a wreck on the side of the road you just can't stop and look at. But I've got some interesting insight that I think what's interesting that's going to help Jesse Smollett in this case. 
We'll be back after this. All right, you stay tuned. There's more Radio Law Talk coming up right here on your favorite local radio stations. And as we mentioned earlier, in the unlikely event your station does not carry all three hours, well, the other option would be to go to radiolawtalk.com to hear the show live or to get some of our podcasts because we post every show there and you can listen to them at no charge. That's radiolawtalk.com. Now this. Commercials and other announcements aired on Radio Law Talk contain the opinions of the sponsor. The airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk does not constitute an endorsement. The announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure any disease. These claims have not been evaluated by the FDA. Learn how thousands of smart homeowners are investing about a dollar to avoid expensive home repair bills. John, a former non-customer, said, My air conditioner broke and I had to spend $1,900 to fix it. Jeff, a customer, wrote, My air conditioner broke and I got a new one at no out-of-pocket cost. Mary, a former non-customer, wrote, My heating system stopped running. I had to spend $3,000 to get a new one. Lisa, a customer, wrote, My heater stopped working. I got it fixed at no out-of-pocket cost. For about $1 a day, you can have all the major appliances and systems in your home guaranteed fixed or replaced with HSC's home warranty coverage. Call now, and the first month is free. If the lines are busy, please call back. Call now, 800-238-9182, 800-238-9182, again, that's 800-238-9182. What's your IRS problem? Do you owe back taxes? Is there a lien placed on your property? Have your bank accounts been frozen or seized? Have your wages been garnished? Are you being audited by the IRS? Are they sending you letters that demand actions and have urgent due dates? Well, solving your tax problems is as easy as calling Taxes 321. The IRS is the largest collection agency in the world. You need the best representation to give you peace of mind. You need experienced professionals that can cut through the red tape and stop the collection process. If you have a serious problem with the IRS, call the Taxes 321 network today. We'll get them off your back. 800 738 0170. 800 738 0170. 800 738 0170. I've got to get my car washed. This dirt is just won't do. Best thing about Cook a Car Wash is whenever you go through, the smell on your car is always great and they have super fun lights and colors. But I don't have no time today. I your car smells good and it's clean at Quick Quack Car Wash. And I know this place right down the road. Quick Quack quick, quick, quack, quack, Car Wash. Quick Quack Car Wash. Get the Quick Quack confidence. Hop inside, let's take a ride and watch this cutter shine. Get the Quick Quack habit. Take your car once a week. Just come and see, I guarantee your ride will steal the show. I like Quick Quack because of the mascot, Quackles. Come on, Quick Quack Car so we sell unlimited membership for per vehicle. You can add a family plan and add an additional vehicle at a discounted rate. Don't drive that dirty car. Uh-huh. Quick, quick car wash. They'll have you looking sharp. 
Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the health insurance helpline can help you get it. We specialize in helping the self-employed and people just like you that need affordable health insurance to get it. We have short and long-term health insurance plans and some even cover dental, vision, and prescription drugs. Don't take a risk with your family's health insurance it's not worth it if you're self-employed or now need affordable health insurance call right now and learn for free how to get it listen affordable health insurance plans for everyone just like you are a free phone call away so give us a shout right now 800-670-0940 that's 800-670-0940 Is this real real life? Oh, stop it. Now it's time for more Radio Law Talk. Got a nice text from Ron Paul who said, we don't have the First Amendment, so we talk about the weather. We have it so we can freely talk about controversial things. Just wanted you to know that. Great. What's his name? Ron Paul. Thank you, Ron Paul, for the comment on uh, Radio Law Talk. You can email us at info at radiolawtalk.com, by the way. Or call, uh, call Cal at uh, 1-855-529-7234. <clears throat> Small. Now, this goes back to a situation where he is an actor, and, and Todd and I and Denise talk about this all the time for the past four or five years that we've been doing this. A lot of times people do things and or stunts, or fights what's going on for publicity. Because what happens to actors or actresses is they get, um, kind of, I'm going to call it, they get cold. As in cold as in they, they're, they're, they're not relevant as much as they used to be, right? And it's all about publicity. It's about getting out there, getting your name out there, good, bad, ugly, whatever. And that's what Todd keeps going, this Britney Spears things. Watch for a reality show. And I think maybe Denise said that, too. Watch for a reality show coming up on Britney Spears. Yeah, you know? It's happening. It's and, coming. And, and so um, Jesse Smollett um, allegedly, well, I'm not going to say allegedly now because he's been found guilty, just so you know, yep. um, of faking this you know, anti-Republican uh, conservative you know, MAGA stuff that he tried to use to his advantage in order to to get publicity that he was, because he's homosexual and he's a black, and he used that to his advantage to try to, you know, get his name out there. And basically what it was is he's trying to get some publicity. And right? it worked. And it worked. And so that's exactly what we're saying, Denise. is like, <laughs> and he's found guilty here. Let, let, let's, I'm just going to talk some scenarios here. This is fun. This is the fun. This is really interesting if you want to listen to this. This is the way I, the take I have. So, Jesse Smollett, clearly, according to the evidence, he faked the thing. The thing that cracks me up, and what he faked is being beat up and being called a, a this and a that. Something about race and something about his genders, right? I'm not going to bring it up here on radio, what, they, what he's called. And, and But he hired these guys to do this and fake it. And when they called the police, and when the police showed up, there's two interesting things that, that they noticed. <laughs> One, he's standing there saying he has been discriminated against and, they, and, and beat up by guys wearing a MAGA hat, which is the Trump hat. And they said MAGA forever or whatever. And they were white, and he hates to. He, oh, I don't say the word white. I call them 
pale skin. It's, but it's like, come on, buddy. This just it's so off the wall. And and sure enough, the guys who were black that beat him up and were hired to beat him up said, dude, we're, we're, we're coming clean. You know, no, this was a hoax. But as the police show up to his house, what did he have on that was so weird? Denise, you remember? No, Denise doesn't remember. Todd and Rose. Well, what was he wearing? A noose around his neck. Yes. <laughs> remember that? And the officer's like, what was that? Well, they put this noose around my neck. Uh, can you take it off right now? Oh, okay. So he takes it off. So he keeps <laughs> the noose on his neck. He's called, oh, these guys that beat me, I'm here. I'm at my house, come help me. And they walk in, and there's a noose around his neck. Dude, dude, take the noose off. You think that was just for show? Uh, yeah, it's an understatement. <laughs> so anyway, and... Um, and initially... Everybody got up in arms about it. Everybody oh, thought it was a God. racist act. Well, not everybody, but well, but many, 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 many people yeah. thought that. I mean, we, we had we had celebrities coming out in support yeah. of him, and there was lots of tweets going on. Right, and right. I think the president actually did too, and president. It was Biden, was Biden if Biden I'm not time? mistaken. I don't it was, he wasn't president at the time. Yeah, but uh, he, he, it was, I don't think he was running at the time. It, it happened quite a bit earlier. Yes, yeah. but um, yes, he he did make. President Biden and, and now Vice President Kamala Harris both made, um, I think uh, Kamala Harris referred to it as a modern-day lynching. That was the terminology right. that she right. used. And so, look, yeah, it to the extent there was a divide already, this even furthered it. Here's the worst part about it is there was some people within the government where this occurred that definitely uh, – you know, let it slide when they kind of had the evidence that they should have been prosecuting him or that this was fake. Well, yeah, procedurally, that's right. where this one really kind of went off the rails because um, the the district attorney, she recused herself, but then turned it over to her top deputy, who then dismissed the case. The problem for that is that when the district attorney recuses him or herself, the elected DA, they can't just name who's going to be the next person to take it over. They actually have to go to the court and have an independent attorney, independent of the whole office, assigned to take over the case. And then that person is supposed to make the judgment. So after the case was, quote, dismissed by the assistant DA, then that procedure got appealed. Finally, an independent attorney is brought in, and that revived the case. And the independent attorney says, I'm not dismissing it. And that's why it ended up going to trial. So there was this whole back and forth that went on. You were talking, and, and that was in the criminal side of it. There's right. also yes. a civil side of it as well. That's right, Denise. There's a civil case. Who's suing him? Um, the city of um, Chicago. 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 Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't remember if it was the outskirts of Chicago. No, Chicago, yeah. They're actually suing him for, I think it's $120,000 to recover um, the cost of their investigation on this. Right. I, I read a statement from former, uh, it was the former top cop in Chicago, Eddie Johnson, who was a top cop when it happened. And, and he since retired. And, and he said, uh, for him, the key piece of evidence was yep. the Subway sandwich. Tell about that. That's interesting. Because because that. what he says is, he goes, when we got there, he was still holding on to his Subway sandwich, and it was in pristine condition. Now, look, I've, I've interviewed a lot of victims of crime like this, and they just want to get away. The last thing they have the presence of mind to do is to grab the sandwich and take it with them. And if, the, and if it was as egregious as he said it was, being attacked by two people with the bleach and the noose and everything— 
that sandwich would have been damaged somehow. Yeah. Yet there was nothing wrong with that sandwich. And when they got there, he's still holding it with the noose around his neck, talking to the cops. And it said, "That's a problem." That is just so <laughs> bizarre that he's bizarre? so that he's that that demented to say that type of. It's just I just don't, and I know. Oh, you can't. Say, well, so he's found guilty now. Ready for this. It's a fourth degree. It's really not a major crime. And what's going to probably happen is he's going to get community service and he's going to get put on probation. I doubt he's going to get much jail time. It's up to three years. In, in, I think he's going to pay a lot. Yeah, but I th- but let me finish. This is what I think, Denise and Todd. What do you think? I, I truly believe it worked what he tried. What he tried worked. And let me tell you what worked. You don't think he's going to – I've never heard of this kid before this. Everybody knows his name now. Uh, and, and look, this is what it's going to take. It's not going to happen immediately. Eventually, things are going to start going his way, and he's going to get some parts. And let me tell you what he should have done. He should – I don't know. I'm just talking publicity here. This is publicity. Walk up there and just shock everybody and say – Okay, he said he's not guilty, but they're all saying, you know, the guys that, that testified against him said, come on, the ruse is over, dude. Just just a minute. And what if he at the very end just said, yeah, yeah, you know what, I, I apologize. What an idiot, or I did this wrong. I was just trying to get publicity, and I was struggling in life. And people would have probably said, oh, okay, I get it, you know. And, and he probably would have been more popular and then, be, then been on shows and stuff. But, but my point is he – He's still getting the publicity, and he's going to eventually get more parts and 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 get some get in some talk shows or something. I I think that uh, I think that's a risky move on his part. I'm not saying you're wrong. You could be right. That could happen. Uh, but to the jail time issue, he, if jail time is ordered, if it is ordered, I I, I think in a run of the mill case that gets no publicity, somebody makes a false report, it comes back. If they get jail time, it's minimal, but probably not much. The only reason why I could see this one getting jail time is because of the effect that these claims had on society as a whole, and and some sort of right. effect because of that. And right. then, uh, so that may be what he's looking at. But I'll be curious to see what happens. We're going to be back uh, second hour. Join us. Uh, we're going to discuss the Vanessa Bryant case, Elizabeth Holmes trial, and Maxwell trial. More bizarre stuff in Maxwell. Wow. We'll be back after this. So much good stuff coming up on Radio Law Talk, our next two hours right here. And you won't want to miss a minute of it. So make sure you find a way to listen to the show, preferably on your favorite local radio station or, if that doesn't work out, at RadioLawTalk.com. And we'll be right back. Hold on. been listening to radiolawtalk.com a copyrighted presentation of radio law talk incorporated bye bye
and $500 a month or more on gas and electric bills? Did you know by making a simple free phone call, you can save up to 25% on your bill every month? What could you do with a 25% savings on utility bills every month? Energy deregulation is now available in your state. Making one simple phone call will show you how we can lower your gas and electric bills instantly. With no changes to your bill and no enrollment fee. This is a free service. The only thing you'll notice is a lower bill every month. Call U.S. Power and Light right now. Learn how easy it is to lower your utility bills for your business and save money. We promise. So if you spend over $500 a month on your gas and electric bills, please call right now and unleash your savings. 800-941-3381. 800-941-3381. 800-941-3381. That's 800-941-3381. 